Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Hello guys, welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo. I am here tonight with you guys and I am so happy to be here as I always am. I am a little bit energetic tonight. I just got off my treadmill. It's super late. (laughs) I don't know why I choose to work out so damn late, but hey, at least I'm doing it. And that's what matters. I'm just not a morning person and I can't seem to get my butt up at 5 a.m. to get on the treadmill. You know what? Maybe this is something that I need to do because I'm always talking about creating new habits and (laughs) new routines. So maybe I'll try it and do it. But I haven't put any kind of effort into doing that just because I'm just more lively in the evening hours. Anyway, guys, I am interested and um, curious to see how this podcast is going to go because I am I have a lot of experience in this area which is emotional abuse most of my relationships have been emotionally abusive and you know a lot of times emotional abuse is the beginning stages of physical abuse and the thing about it is This is very, very common for men. Very, very common for men to be in emotionally abusive relationships. Even physical abuse. But the emotional abuse is huge. From what the statistics say, I think it's the numbers a lot higher. But it's not talked about. And I think it needs to be talked about. I think it's really important for men to start coming out and standing up and supporting one another in this area. So I wanted to cover this and we're going to be talking about, you know, what is emotional abuse? What are the signs of emotional abuse? How it affects us, um, even on, in the brain and in the body and how we can overcome this emotional abuse because when you've stayed in it for a long time it stays with you that trauma for a very long time so I thought it would be a good idea to share this topic tonight and you know I always share things from my own experience and It's just not an enjoyable ride to be in a relationship that is so deceptive. And the tactics used from the abuser to make you feel like you were to blame. So yeah, I'm just going to start getting into this. So what exactly is emotional abuse? 
It is a series of behaviors intended to control, manipulate, and confuse a victim. And it's a kind of a psychological trauma inflicted to create a power imbalance in a relationship. Emotional abuse is just as detrimental, if not more so than physical abuse. It disintegrates our sense of self and personal value. This comes from projection. These types of abusers haven't dealt with their own wounds, whether it was from childhood or even just in their own insecurities. These are individuals that go out of their way and to use strategic tactics to control and dominate other people. And they do this because they have to have this power dynamic. But that's due to their own anger, hurt and fear and powerlessness in themselves. A lot of times, these people that hurt us, these abusers, tend to carry personality disorders. And these disorders are like borderline personality or a narcissistic personality and um, antisocial personality disorder. And I have a lot of experience with the narcissistic personality and the borderline. A high percentage of victims in these types of relationships come out with severe emotional trauma. This can lead us to become depressed or, or end up with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, or even anxiety. And the thing about this is that these individuals that emotionally harm us they don't see this behavior or this mistreatment as abusive. You know, tragically, emotionally abusers often have a history of abuse themselves as children. Even if it's like neglect or abandonment, any form of abuse. And because the abuse is viewed as normal, it is then perpetuated so then this denial sets up an unacceptable cycle of being abused and then becoming the abuser. What are some of the signs or examples of an emotionally abusive relationship? Well, if you've been in one, you know that it's, you feel like you have to walk around on eggshells to avoid disappointing your partner. You're afraid to say anything or do anything because you feel like you're going to do something to where they're going to flip their lid. They will often use gaslighting to maintain the upper hand in the relationship. Just totally cut you off and ignore your, your messages and whatnot for however long they feel like they need to have that power. Your partner requires constant check-ins. They want to know exactly where you are, who you're with, where you're going, what time you're going to be back. And you'll often <laughs> find yourself, which this isn't even funny, but I did this all the time, find myself apologizing 
when I didn't even do anything wrong. And that's how manipulative some of these abusers are. They can completely make you feel like you're the one to blame. They can also be uh, very hot one minute and cold the next. This was, you know, one week we're getting along, the next week we're not. The next week we're getting along, the next week we're not. That was something that I dealt with for years. One week we were doing great and I would say something that it was like Jacqueline Hyde. It was crazy. Your partner's refusing to acknowledge your strengths and your achievements. They don't want to tell you that. And they belittle your accomplishments. They withhold affection and love and sex and money to punish you because they didn't get their way. Or you did something wrong in their eyes. And another sign is when you know you're in a relationship like this, we often lose sexual desire for that partner. You know, you don't even want to be with that person in the bedroom. And a lot of times as the victim, we feel sorry for your partner, even though they're hurting you. I know I did. Like, I still think back to the ones that I did good for and that I was there, which is basically everybody because I really never intentionally wanted to hurt anybody. But then the treatment that I got was so wrong that I actually feel sorry for their karma. Like, I really genuinely do. I feel bad that they're going to receive the karma they're going to receive. Your partner's always changing plans. They may not follow through or they'll say things to frighten you or upset you. They monitor calls, texts, emails, everything. They want passwords to all your social accounts. They often control the finances. They will call you names to demoralize you. They'll get angry when their demands aren't met. There's often temper tantrums and they behave like a spoiled child. They often lack empathy and compassion for you or even others. There's just none there. They are frequently emotionally distant. And a lot of times they'll shift the blame and give you the silent treatment, just like I said before, gaslighting. And they'll threaten to take custody of the kids. I know this is a big thing for you guys. Women do this tactic. I've heard of this before, that they will threaten to take the kids from you if you leave. It blows my mind. They will often play mind games. They will stalk you. They threaten to kill themselves. Uh, women will falsely accuse a man of assault on them or their children. They'll restrict any access to, to the money. I repeated that before with the finances. but And they'll isolate you from 
from your friends and family. And they'll blame everything that they're doing by saying, well, if you didn't do this, I wouldn't be doing this. Like everything is your fault. So why do we stay in these toxic relationships? Why do we stay in these toxic relationships for so long? I know oftentimes we have love in our hearts for these people. We genuinely love these people. But there comes a time where we have to stop. But we we stay because maybe we're fearful of them coming after us and hurting us. I know for women that's huge. I was scared of that. And I think for men, I think men stay because maybe they feel dependent on the abuser. They can't afford to leave. So they think they're just better off staying because they don't want to shell out the money if you have children for child support or having to give up half of your assets for a divorce or whatnot. Depends. And I have male friends that have opened up to me about this. And they do stay also to protect their children. That's another thing. They don't feel safe leaving the child with the other parent, with the abuser. Statistics show that 48% of men experienced psychological or emotional abuse at the hands of their partner. And actually, nearly 50% of gay men face domestic abuse. That's crazy. Why is this not talked about more? I know men don't want to feel weak by opening up to somebody or they feel embarrassed because they feel like they're being controlled by the wife. It's not about that. Abusers have a way to make you feel or see things in a different way. It's not our fault that we get sucked into these abusive relationships. That's basically what I'm saying. But I know women can be really crazy from the stories I hear. And so can men. (laughs) It goes both ways. This is a two-way street. Trauma is everywhere. Trauma is why this happens. Trauma is why the violence happens in, in all of the world. Killing and control, ego, all of it. And I know some of those disorders like narcissism and the other ones, a lot of times those type of people cannot get, they won't get help because they don't see that they have a problem. So how does emotional abuse affect us? As I mentioned earlier, it can leave us with depression, fear, anxiety, and PTSD. It can leave us feel um, embarrassment of shame. We're left usually alone because we've pushed all of our friends and family away due to not socializing because the abuser didn't want us to be out and about. We may feel helplessness and despair. We might feel emotionally numb. We may feel resentment, low self-esteem, 
feelings of guilt, often blaming ourselves for that abuse, like I said, thoughts of suicide. So we can also, you know, cope with drugs and alcohol. We might experience aggressiveness. We may have difficulty, you know, maintaining relationships with other people. There might even be sexual problems that come out of this. Just from emotional abuse. It's crazy. This is how much it affects somebody. Compulsive behavior problems, introversion, loss of former belief systems. And guys, this is just the surface. What trauma does on a deeper level is it affects our nervous system, which we have two of, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. The sympathetic acts like the survival and the parasympathetic keeps us calm and balanced, right? The digest and rest system. And these two systems are opposing. So only one can be active at a time. So when we feel threatened, that bell goes off in the brain And then the sympathetic system goes into the fight, flight, freeze response. Fight is preparing to defend ourselves. Flight is preparing us to get away from that danger. And freeze kicks in when we can't fight or run. And it causes us to completely shut down. And when we're in that abuse for so long, the more sensitive the system gets. And over time, we get stuck in that high alert state. And if we get stuck in fight, we tend to be angry and lash out all the time. If we're stuck in flight, we're, we're trapped and feel we feel trapped, restless, and fearful. And with the freeze, we are numbed out and disassociate. How trauma affects the brain is it can affect the function of the brain. Main areas of the brain impacted by emotional trauma are the amygdala, the hippocampus, and the ventromedial prefrontal cortex. So these are parts of the brain, of the stress circuit in the brain, which may explain why the traumatic stress continues long after the event is, is over. Victims may have a hard time recalling memories and differentiating between the past and the present experiences. And... Victims with PTSD lose volume, actually, in their hippocampus due to the elevated stress hormones. And this is something I didn't even know. So this loss can cause problems with regulating emotions or being in a, you know, maybe you're in a negative mood all the time. It might be hard to control your actions and behaviors. How do we overcome this emotional abuse? Well, first, I think we have to recognize that we have to get out of that relationship. We have to recognize that we are not the problem. Yes, we have to be responsible for our part in the relationship. We have to shift our perception. We love our partners. You know, we love these people that we're with. They weren't that way when we first met them. Or they, you know, charmed us to think that there's something that they're not or whatnot, whatever, you know, and then it comes out, you know, it comes out later on. So do not blame yourself, but we have to understand that as much as we love other people, we cannot save them. And it's not fair to us 
to continue to be abused just to satisfy another person and their needs. Just accept that you've been abused. Stand up to that. And don't make excuses for the abuser. This is something that I did my whole life. Always. It gets you nowhere. This is living in denial. What needs to take place is confronting them directly without fear and letting them know that you have boundaries and that this behavior is no longer accepted. That's it. You don't deserve to be treated in this manner and you will no longer accept it. And sometimes if that doesn't work, you just have to cut them off completely. As painful as that is, you just have to say enough is enough. And if you don't do that, you're going to give them the power to continue to abuse you. What's most important, especially for you guys as males, you have to be willing to heal. This is so difficult to get from you guys is the willingness to take the time to heal and move away from the ego. What the ego is telling you, that's, the, that's trauma talking. Allow yourself to feel these emotions. There's a lot of um, body movement exercises that you can do, which helps release the endorphins in the body and that will help release anxiety tremendously. So much. There's yoga, Pilates, cardio, exercising, lifting weights. It's all great. And that will help ease the anxiety. But learn to trust yourself, trust your decisions. Find supportive family or a loved one. And if they're willing to, to give you help, accept that. Be open. And understand that this is a, a process that takes time. So have patience with yourself. Regain the self-respect because that's essential for survival. This is a form of self-love. Finding self-respect, standing up for yourself, having boundaries. Nobody deserves to be abused. Don't see it as a personal attack. They're not doing it because there's anything wrong with you. They're doing it because it's just see it as a reflection of how they see themselves. And they often don't. And that's the sad part. There's just so much trauma there that they completely disassociate from any feelings in their body. Their hearts are closed and they're operating from a very wounded place. So don't take it personal, even though it's hard not to, right? When you've been in it for so long, you know, it, it happens. Believe me, I've dealt with this most of my life surround yourself with caring people release regret and forgive and again reclaim yourself make decisions for yourself not for other people embrace the you know the positive qualities about yourself build your self-esteem back up start creating a list of personal goals 
focus on those. Focus on the things that you want to achieve to help yourself feel good that you're going for something that you want or, you know, you desire or that you want to achieve, whatever. And, you know, obviously, when you've been in it for so long, therapy is really important, whether it's psychotherapy or cognitive behavior therapy, neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis, and also journaling a lot of your feelings. So these are all great things. And, you know, I, I really would love to, to talk about this more. And if there's a man or a few of you brave enough out there who have been through this abuse from a woman, I would love to have a conversation with you. I would even love to share that on this podcast. If someone would be willing to do that, and I know that would be hard for you guys to to step up and say, yeah. But I think that this is something that needs to be seriously looked at because there's so much out there on abusive men that we need to really shed light on the fact that a lot of women are just as wounded and can be just as harmful. So that's what I'm going to ask of you guys to do it for the other men. Do it for the other men so that they don't feel left out, so that they don't feel alone. Let's talk about it. Message me and you can be anonymous. We don't have to put it on the show if you don't want to, but I would just love to have a conversation with you to to talk about your experience. So if this is something that you've are going through or had in the past, you know, send me a message if you feel like it. If not, that's okay. But like I said, I think it's time that we stand up for ourselves and to not have any shame in your experience. Trauma, abuse, and all these things, we're human. There's no shame in any of that. You know, you're going to find empowerment by speaking up about it, by breaking those chains. And that's going to bring you confidence that you're coming out of this and speaking up about it and sharing it. I would love that. (laughs) Will somebody out there message me your experience? (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, guys, um, I guess that's it. I'm going to leave you be. I'll be back to upload my spiritual message. I'm not sure what day I'm going to load those up because that was on Mondays before. I might keep it at Monday. But if you subscribe to my podcast, which I would love, um, you'll get the update when I put out new episodes too so but yeah so again I'm changing the upload day 
to Tuesday and Wednesdays. So if you've been with me and you're usually used to seeing me Thursday and Friday, that's going to be no longer. It'll be earlier in the week. All right, guys, I send you out so much love and light. Give yourself a big hug because you deserve it and start the, the journey of healing. Okay, guys, thank you always for listening. And like I said, if you need any type of uh, assistance, you can go to consciouswisdomhealing.com and, you know, a list of my services are there. Take care, guys, and we will talk soon. Good night. Thank you.